Hey everybody, welcome to a special emergency World Series edition of the Falcons Corner. Voice of the Falcons, Mike Rigger. Good guy to know the co-host, Danny Berg. I told you we'd be back. You predicted it. I didn't want to jinx it because jinx has been talk, a lot of talk, you know, you know, going, you know, going on and stuff too. So well, and it's reality. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially with baseball. Baseball guys are very superstitious. Yeah, I mean, they don't change their socks, their shirt. I once didn't wash. I once threw my uniform in the back of my trunk for like three straight weeks and refused to wash it until we lost. And then by the time you put on the last time, you probably would have broken it in half. It was firm. It it was right. It it was a mess. It was a mess. Yeah, yeah, so (laughs) superstitions run run deep in in baseball. But um, we're very excited to talk a little bit about you know the guys' trip out to Oklahoma. In the upcoming days, um, we're going to have Coach McCarry on, and then Manny Voorhees, the creator of the Manny Slam, who had a terrific last two weekends. He he really did. Yeah, you know he solid not not only offensively but defensively as well. Oh, he 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 just getting an opportunity to finally see these guys play like live and not on some sort of stream and stuff like that really opened my eyes to the ability of a lot of the players you know Kelchner was one of them too yeah um but but Manny he's just solid you know and having the opportunity to see him do it in the field in the region championship with a couple uh really nice plays the Manny slam which hopefully we'll get a little bit more into and then he comes in and and gets the save yeah you know um this weekend I know we'll talk to him a little bit about that hopefully but yeah it was uh it, it was it was something special, yep. and and there's not enough to be said that this is, you know, the World Series of all the the D- Division Two junior colleges in the country. We're one of ten left, yep. and granted, we're the ten seed, but we weren't ranked higher than 19 during the year. Right. So we're, and we're used to. When, being and those once you get out there and play, and baseball's a funny game. Throw the seeds out the window. It doesn't matter. You got to still got to throw the ball. You got to pitch the ball. You got to hit the ball. And, and it and can go away it. in an instant. Yep. You know, we were up six one. Yep. Next thing you know, it was six four. Yep. You just never know, and it's such a game. It's no different than when you're in little league, and it's just riding the wave always, right? Yep. Hits, hits, exactly. Hits, yep. hits, hits, yep. A rally. Yep. Once come. you get things rolling, they keep on rolling right. and stuff too. But before we break and bring on everybody, um, I just want to let you know. Speaking of the superstitious thing that. Um, Coach Jerry Davis, assistant coach, had to send me a picture of the lineup every day because it worked with game one that they had back in the region tournament. So he continued to do that along the way. So, you know, so I have him. So if coach is watching, coach, if you need to, you know, s- snap a picture of the lineup and just send them to me, you know, I, I'm willing. I'm willing to do that. You know, yeah, I for think a couple more W's. Yeah, I, I think he should do it at least. I think f- five more times. I think is if what that's it what they is. Need, then if he, you at know. the very least, let's just get the first one out of the way. Yep. And he'll be sitting on a bus tomorrow when this is going to be broadcast worldwide, live at 10 a.m. Yep. So there's no reason why he shouldn't be watching this. What else is he going to be doing? Absolutely. That's a long bus ride. Yeah. You know, so he has his own little, he has his own little pimped out section, I'm sure. Oh, he has it all. He's, we're contractually obligated for him to have his own hotel room. You know, he's going to probably have a butler, an unlimited supply of straws. Oh, <laughs> sky's the limit. You know what they say, legends never die. You know, so. <laughs> That's Coach but, Davis. Um, yeah, so we're going to be back. We're going to bring on Manny Voorhees and then uh, pause, bring on Coach McCary. Pause and then sum it all up. Sounds good. All right, Can't we'll be right back in the Falcons Corner. Take flight. Hey everybody, welcome back to the World Series edition of Falcons Corner. Voice of the Falcons, Mike Ricker, good guy to know the co-host, Danny Berg. Join us now, third baseman and, may I say, relief pitcher, Manny Voorhees. Manny, welcome to the show. Welcome to the special edition. Congratulations on the trip to the World Series. Thanks for having me. Lead off first one. What was more exciting for you over the course of the last two weekends with counting the region championship along with the district championship? The play you made in foul territory, going up against the fence, or the diving play in the hole, or the grand slam 
that we nicknamed the Manny Slam <laughs> on uh, on Friday in the district championship? Um, it was probably the home run, just because it meant like meant more. It was two zero game. Offense wasn't really going. Hitting the grand slam made it six nothing, and I mean it turned out to be the deciding yeah. factor in yeah. that point. So, kind of yeah. kind of iced that we kind of. Yeah. I know us broadcasting and sitting back there felt a little bit more comfortable with a six nothing lead and a two nothing lead. Not to say that we didn't have complete faith in the bullpen, um, but give us your thoughts on. The manager comes out, talks to the relief pitcher. You just stay buried in the box, you know, dialed in, you know, ready to go. What was what was the thought process there? <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest, no, I'm not. I'm not sitting in there like intimidating or anything. Like, that's just how I stay loose. I just kind of got to be like a goofy self out there, right. or I'm not going to be able to play well. I'm going to get too tense, and all I was doing was just kind of moving around the box, just acting like I'm intimidating somebody. But honestly, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just messing around out there. I'm sure maybe when he saw over his, the manager's shoulder, saying like, "Oh, this dude is staying in the box. What am I going to do?" And then uh, he did wrong. You know, because he threw you a first pitch, you know, fastball, I believe, right? It was a fastball. Yeah. And then uh, you clobbered it to left. So did you know you had it since you hit it? I did, yeah. When I hit it, it felt good off the bat, and I saw it. And then I saw the center fielder take off sprint at that point. I was like, okay, I can't, like, jog this. I got I to gotta take off because if it hits off the wall, I'm going to look pretty stupid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have been great that you would have had, you know, a three RBI single. If yeah. you didn't, you know, <laughs> bring it out of the box and stuff, too. Been good. And we mentioned on the broadcast, um, Eric and myself, that ball wasn't really carrying as much as it was the, the previous weekend. You know, so that's why we maybe we thought it was like, all right, maybe that'll just get hung up there a little bit and, and off the top of the fence. But, um Manny slammed, so it was, that was perfect. I think uh, the voice knew it was gone as soon as there was contact. There was no thought of you thinking it was hanging up. I was sitting behind them, and I got excited based on his reaction. I didn't even see where the hell the guy I was. Just, I was just going for it. Just right. to, I was just going for it. Just and then if for case. some reason, I would have been like Manny not hustling out of the box. Yeah. You know, if for some reason, I hit the fence. Um, <laughs> um, so I think the, the, the key to the excitement of the last two weeks is clearly sitting here with us today. I yeah. mean, I, I think it's not the, the Manny slam, but um, getting he's center stage right here. I, all eyes on Manny. Um, but for, for me, I want to know what, when was the last time you pitched? Uh, did you pitch off in this season? Um, and how did you feel knowing that, you know, you, you put them in the lead and then you had the opportunity to, to carry the win home. And, and, if, and in my eyes, if there was a district MVP, it, it was hands down you. Yeah, so I haven't really pitched much this year. Uh, coming in, I just picked it back up. I pitched a lot in high school, just to open more doors, see where I can go after this. And yeah, I've only been probably four innings on the mound, five innings on the mound, but it's usually been in like tight situations, like how the game was last weekend. So do you feel that Coach McCary puts you in those positions because he knows, like you said, you were in the box and you can't take it too seriously because although it's serious business, at the end of the day, it's a kid's game. Yeah. And you get to play a game. So do you think that that has a, you know, plays a little factor in it? Like he knows how you can rise to the big occasions and stay a little loose? Yeah, I think so. I think he trusts in me and my abilities. And I think he likes me on the mound or in the box in those type of situations. Were you surprised that he put you in there in the, in the ninth to kind of close it out? No, he told me earlier in the, before the game started, he told me if it gets down to the ninth inning is mine. So right. I was ready for it. Now, when when uh, Monroe put some guys on base and you know put a couple runs up on the board, we get nervous. You think it's going to come out and pull the hook on you? I mean, I know I didn't think it was going to come out and pull me out at all. Because I'm not going to lie, we were saying this like, all right, maybe it's long enough for Manny. You know, maybe it's long enough for we don't want you know to spoil the Manny slam by you know Manny giving up a Manny slam. Yeah, I heard that broadcast. You guys have no faith in me. I was ready for it. Listen, we, we just we just wanted to make sure that you didn't have to play on Saturday. Yeah, trust me, we that's how we went in. We 
had no. When we talked about it, we never talked about Saturday. It was all going to be Friday. Clinch on Friday, we weren't. And all and all that talk about not having faith. That's just us being like <laughs> neutral guys yeah. as much as we can. Because a lot of the Monroe people were big fans. You yeah, know, I of, get you. of us and stuff. So that was, was nothing against you. I was just trying to just keep the other side happy a little bit too. But we we had definitely had faith in you. Um, so you're hopping on a bus. So my concern is it's a long ride. What are you doing to prepare to travel bus from here to Oklahoma? I mean, honestly, to sleep. Yeah. I mean, that's the best that's the best medicine right there, but I can't sleep on a bus, so it's going to be a long 24 hours or however long we're on the bus. What do you do? Do you have it's something? not straight through. I, it's I, not yeah. straight through. Yeah. Still. Not straight that through. disclaimer. Um, it's, it's broken up into two sections, so the longer the days will be Wednesday for you. Um, and then you'll stay in Troy, Illinois, and then the, the final leg, the second leg going into Enid is a little less than eight hours. Yeah. So, uh, and you guys will stop. We have to feed you. Yeah. yeah. Stuff. Now, do you, do, you keep, do you have your bat with you on the bus? So, like, you get off and stop, you take some dry swings or work on anything or your glove or no, anything? No. You, you, it's, you, all, it's, it's all under the bus. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So you're not going to, you know, have any, no. you know. All right. Mm -hmm. So you're just, your plan is just to rest and get ready for, for Oklahoma. Yep. Easy, that's easy enough. Um, I did mention, you know, to a couple of the guys, if you need entertainment on the bus, get with Coach Jerry Davis. He will entertain you I, for I, hours. I, I sit by him. I sit by him. He will the entertain bus. you yep. for hours. He has yep. endless stories, and they're all true. So, so just yeah, even just though say, they don't seem like they're true, they're, they're all, all true. They're all true. true. I've lived them, yeah. you know. So I have tons of experience, you know, with Jerry and his stories. So if you need some entertainment, you know, definitely go with him. Um, what are you looking to do once you get on Oklahoma? I mean, go out and compete. I mean, they don't believe in us. We're a 10 seed right now. Right. Um, a lot of people just think we're a two-and-done team, and that's not what we believe, so we're going to go out there and show them what the East Coast is about. Yeah, awesome. Danny, got anything to add? Yeah, it's, uh, it's the fourth time in, in nine years that Lackawanna is out there, and I think earlier when I spoke with you guys, we, we've picked up one W out there, so I think we're due. Uh, and I think the makeup of your team, seeing baseball here through all those years, you know, it's the next man up mentality, yeah. which was nice to see. I, I think, um, you know, when, when Jensel went out on Saturday, Julian just jumped right in and Denver skipped a beat, you yeah. know, and, and that next man up mentality is a true testament to how hard you guys worked with the entire season, you know. So I, I think you guys might turn some heads, you know. You got the early game, you know, I think if you can make a statement in that, everybody will be wondering who the hell's Lackawanna and then they'll have to worry about it. Um, but getting back to the more serious stuff, we talked about the Manny Slam. We were trying to figure out what the Manny Slam would be in terms of like food. Yeah, because we talk a lot food, about food right? on the so, broadcast because so we're starving. What do you think? It, it was, you know, a different kind of pizza, maybe a four burger patty because Grand Slam. Right, what, what, breakfast what obviously was thrown out. Is it breakfast, up? lunch, dinner? Yeah, it's, 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 definitely, it's definitely breakfast. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's a whole bunch egg, sausage, uh, bacon. Back where I'm from, there's a thing called Geta, and you guys probably don't know much about it, but yeah. it's probably my favorite breakfast dish, and okay. all, all it really is is just ground up pork, spices, and I'll eat a pound or two every, every <laughs> weekend. We'll go and eat them. So, yeah, biscuits and gravy, it did definitely be breakfast. Don't Breaking eat news. that on the no, bus. No, no, no. You, know, <laughs> no. you definitely don't do that. You will not have any friends left, I'm no, sure. Babe, no, they'll never get out there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, too. And then finals are over, right? So it's just strictly baseball. So you're living the dream, mm -hmm. you know. So congratulations. Best of luck to you out in Oklahoma. We'll all be watching and rooting for you, and uh, bring back some uh, some gold for us. Yep. That's the plan. Right. Manny Voorhees. We'll be back on a special edition of Falcon Corners.
Hey everybody, back again on a special edition of Falcons Corner. Joining us now, head coach Mike McCary. Coach, congratulations. Thank you. Yes, um, very excited for you and your guys. Um, what does this mean for you in the program? I think it's just um, it's a culmination to verify the work that we do and kind of our approach to, recruit, approach to recruiting. Um, really, it's what I sell the kids on when they walk in the door. Right. You know, transferable credits, great college atmosphere, and we're going to try and win a World Series. Yep. And then what do you think this will do for some of your guys that are still out there that are, like, for example, like Manny, you know, we just talked to him. He's not exactly sure, you know, where he's moving on to. You know, what do you think this trip, this experience is going to mean for those guys? I think even just qualifying, I've seen a 50% uptick in texts and phone calls from coaches. Awesome. And then when we get out there, the last time I had guys get offers coming off the field, yeah. <laughs> essentially. Good. Uh, it really matters. It does. Yeah, um, we have we we have to go back a couple weeks to the video that kind of went viral. Yes. You know, I can't not mention you know <laughs> your little. So take us back to you know that moment when you came storming across across the field just to uh, calm your guys down a little I, bit. I think really the impetus of it to me was what I was seeing was an umpire getting ready to throw a kid out. Yeah. Essentially, and as I was going across, I was really just trying to take attention off the kids. And that's just kind of how it manifests. Yeah. Now it, and you did. Yeah. And which, it, which is so job well done there. And the umpires actually thanked me for doing that, which is weird. I'm, I'm not sure they teach sarcasm in umpire right. school, but um, <laughs> it, it was really it was completely born out of take the eyes off the kids and put them on. Me. Right. And I think what kind of caught us off guard, everyone there watching, is that it wasn't directed towards you know. Del Tech, you no. know, in the, in the opponent at all, or the umpires at all. Right. It's just, you know, excitement towards, you there, know, their teammates. There is a line. They went across the line, even in the positive sense. Right. I was trying to knock them back a little bit. A little but bit. really prevent any of my guys being suspended further. Yeah, so. exactly. And, and, I mean, it was 123,000 views. It wasn't just this little no, no. momentary <laughs> thing. Uh, and it got the point across. I, I actually didn't know anything about it until you, you brought it to my attention. Um, but the reaction of your guys afterwards, I think, which kind of went into this weekend, was they're not coming out to the plate to celebrate those home runs anymore. They're doing their own thing in the dugout, which I think they took pride in, and it was more of a, this is what we're going to do, and you're not going to tell us that we can't have fun with right. it. Right, and, and it puts the focus back on let's celebrate our own successes instead of showing people our successes, which right. scales better <laughs> right, in the right. long term. Yeah. You know, but they're kids. Yes. You know, I mean, sometimes uh, we always forget you see someone who's bigger and stronger, and they're like, oh, they're a hell of an athlete. And they're still 19 years old, right. and they're kids. And as we mentioned with Manny, he said he tries to stay loose. And you, we would think he was being in, intimidating, right? Yeah. If you don't know him, no, that's just the way I stay loose, you know. Yeah. So it, it allows them to to be kids, where sometimes they're not looked at as being kids, exactly, you know, um, even at the college level. Um, what can you? What do you think you experienced in 2019 as a first year head coach in the World Series that you mm -hmm. can kind of bring with you this year? I think there is a focus on how you utilize that whole 30-man roster over the course of a nine-inning game. That maybe the last time we went, I was kind of more prepared to only use 12 or 13 or 14 guys. I've been spending the whole year kind of weaponizing that bottom half of the roster, knowing we're going to need them. Um, that was a big part of it, was we'd get to the seventh inning of the game, and I'd watch these other teams be throwing in fresh guys, and I was kind of riding with the nine I had. We're in a better spot than that now, um, kind of almost like soccer shifts or hockey lines where you can get through 27 outs of high pressure, maybe not just with nine guys, with 12 or 13. Right, gives them a little, it, you said it best, fresh. Fresh, yeah. So that's what you've learned in your experience. That's what I've learned, yeah. That it allows you, to, I think, you know, you mature as a coach as much as your, your team has matured through the year, and it seems like you have some good leadership with some of the older guys on the team, which yeah. is 
definitely yep. pays dividends. It's going to put your happen. own stamp on the program, which Thank is you. what we're really proud of. Yep. So like Danny mentioned, you were there in 2019, right? But that was a little bit of a combination of your guys and some past regimes mm -hmm. guys. So does this make it a little bit more special that, you know, these are all of your guys that you were able to find, recruit, bring in? I wouldn't say that. I think the day I took the job, all those guys on the roster became my guys. Okay. And I, I view them that way and I help them move on and I still talk to them like they were awesome. my guys. Um, this one's special because of all the variables that went into even just getting on the field. Right. Uh, that each one of these kids has gone through some trial or, or, or something that could have prevented them from playing this year. And they've kind of made it this far. Now, Manny mentioned how you guys are seated 10th out of 10. Obviously, we don't feel that's right. But <laughs> what, are you, what do you like the most out of your ball club right now and saying, hey, we're going out there, we are not the 10th seed because? Oh, I, I think. On the top end of our pitching staff, we've got as much talent as anybody in the country. I think uh, when you talk about Zach and Kyle, they would be the game one starter for every team in that tournament, I believe. Okay. That puts us at an advantage in a lot of ways, especially the further we can go. Yeah. Now, I just want to mention something, too, because Eric and I had a little discussion during the broadcast is that when uh, Goshler threw eight straight strikes and was one pitch away from immaculate inning, he wouldn't let me say anything. But I said that was a reverse jinx of him not letting me say anything. Do you believe that it was a reverse I, jinx I, if I was allowed to say something that he would have thrown nine straight strikes, three strikeouts on nine pitches? I, I believe by Eric acknowledging that you shouldn't say anything, he's in fact inferring you're saying something, and it is a reverse jinx. Yes, that's what I, that was. That was and my that's, argument. That's so, what I have to. So I apologize. For Eric, for Justin, and the whole Gosher family that he missed out on. A, yeah, the important thing is, I'm not sure Justin knew. <laughs> because, well, if he went back and watched it, we were really <laughs> inferring that. We all knew, and no one officially really wanted to say it, but I had a. I don't want to take the blame for it, right. so I have to, of course, pass and, it on. And I, of course, I do it to my boss, so hopefully he just doesn't hold right. any grudges. I can honestly say, Coach Brain, I had no clue. And he came off the end, they came off the mound, and he said he was one pitch away from an immaculate inning. I was like, I. I was just counting outs. I had no clue what was going on. And then not, and like I said, we talked about how the bullpen was was great the last two weekends. And then yep. not to say, you know, Nick came out the following in and threw a four four pitch inning. <laughs> you know, did. So that was Nick threw five pitches and got four outs. Yeah, like, amazingly efficient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, so I like do, those numbers. Do you take that as a as a strength? Because you rode. Zach, you know, mm -hmm. for 120-ish, right? 110, 120? 122, yeah. And then, you know, rode Kyle a little bit. But, yep. you know, does that, you know, make it easier for you to say, all right, if Zach doesn't have his quality stuff and we got to get him out at 80, 85, you know, having those oh, quality yeah. arms in the bullpen? I think we have, we have a requisite amount of depth that if they're put into positions they can succeed, they can absolutely do the job kind of in tandem, combining guys together. Yeah. Uh, we get into trouble when I kind of ask somebody to do something they haven't been prepared for. Right. And that's what we're protecting against. Right, and Zach, and to me, Zach being an ex-catcher, I mean, he's used to throwing balls back to the pitcher yeah. for nine <laughs> innings and has a catcher's mentality. Like, you just can't take that catcher's right. mentality out of someone. Which, no, and I, you know, just I get to see that kid in the weight room and watch him work, and if there's anybody I can push the 120 button on, it, it's him. Yeah. I know he's safe. Yeah, so. and as me, as like a baseball purist, I love when, you know, coaches will allow guys to, you know, <laughs> just go out there and throw the ball and give him, like, the field test. Like, oh, he's throwing well. Yeah. He passes the eyeball test. He says The he's best okay, part is he come off the field, and I said, well, you're done for the day. And he goes, what am I at, about 95? I said, yeah, yeah, but Yeah, okay. sure, 95, <laughs> good job for you. Hey, but, but, but that's how he felt. Yeah, he felt like good. he could have kept going. Good. So. And, not to, and not to mention he's got a, he's got a week off. Yes, sir. You know, after that. Eight, so eight whole days. Yeah. Now, Danny is going to be joining you out in Oklahoma. How excited are you about that? Very pumped up. Best. It, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's. We're going to do a special recap interview you on how your trip was. Absolutely. We have to. Yes. And we'll be bringing some hardware back to talk about it. Yeah. 
um, no, it's just it's it's going to be a great uh, opportunity to be able to go out and and support the the kids and and support Mike in any which way in the coaching staff. So their main focus is on the task at hand, uh, which is getting out there and winning each inning by inning to put together. You yeah. know, and um, you know, the sky's the limit. You know, you still got to go out there and you got to perform just like everybody else. Everybody's records are zero and zero, and I don't think anybody really played real comparable schedules because I think a lot of schools. You know, some were able to get the max depending on where they live geographically, but you know, you got to play the games that you have in front of you. One last question for you, and then we'll let you go. Have you checked the weather forecast? Because we know when you were out there in 2019, your games got pushed back, and you had like a 3:15 a.m. first pitch or something like that. So, have you I, gone down and looked and said, "All right, there's going to be a tornado warning. You know, we can't. We're <laughs> probably not going to start at Friday at whatever or Saturday, or whatever. We're going to be." I function back. 24 hours in advance. I'll check the Oklahoma weather when we're waking up in Illinois All right. on Wednesday morning All right. or Thursday morning. Yeah. So let's hope that you don't have start times pushed back to Hopefully the wee hours in the morning, and that those game times stay as close to being on time as we can. I'll tell you what. You stay in the winners bracket. They're a little bit more. Solidified on those game times yeah. than they are in the losers. Yeah, bracket, exactly. So, yeah. so well, let's stay in that winners bracket. You know, for the week, keep Danny out in Oklahoma. Absolutely. You know, for for a little while, give him a nice little <laughs> vacation. But best of luck to you. Thank you. you know, this week, I appreciate it. We'll be back in the Falcons' corner. Take flight. Hey, everybody! Putting the finishing touches on the special World Series emergency edition. Since it's an emergency edition, I think Eric should have like in the beginning of the show like some sirens going, oh, or you know, like that'd be awesome. something. You know, since it's like an emergency edition. Yeah, of the it needs its own special stuff. I, yeah, I, you know, I mean, like I'm sure little, it has enough time in the like day. Like an air raid siren or like something like that, just to let everyone yeah. know that it's a special edition of the Falcons Corner. Yeah. But best of luck to all of our guys. One, let's make sure they get out there safely, all right? So safe travels. Um, it's not easy to get behind on a bus for that long. Um, but getting out there, I know they'll take their time and get there safely. Um, and then once they get there, I know that they will all do us, do us very proud. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's there's only so many ways you can get somewhere, right? Yep. So, um, break the trip up. They'll they'll stay overnight Wednesday night into Thursday. Arrive into Enid, like we said earlier, uh, with Coach McCary on Thursday. Um, they have two little league teams that are uh, assigned to us to be, you know, okay. our hosts. Um, so the plan is Thursday night once they get there, right into baseball mode. I believe, uh, you know, we're going to try to catch their 7:30 p.m. game. Oh, good. Um, so that they can, you know, cheer those little guys on as they're going to cheer us on. Hopefully, for the entire week. Right. Uh, and if, hopefully that we're out there. And if I know, we know Coach McCary has a young son. So if there's any indication, if, if, if they act similarly around those little leaguers as they do around Coach McCary's little boy, those little leaguers are in for a great time. Yeah, I'll tell you, being able to see them interact, um, you know, at the home games when you know uh, Coach's wife is there and, and uh -huh. son, and, and it's. They love it. Yeah. I mean, they even when they're in the batter's box, you know, which is, and I emphasized it a couple times here, it, they're playing a game, right. and, it, and kids at heart. Yep. And it's serious business when they're between the lines. Yep. And, uh, but just taking that little bit, and, and I'm really looking forward to seeing them um, you know, out there not just perform, but you know, represent the college and themselves and their families the way that we know that they are. They're a great group of guys. Yep. And then safe travels also to you, and just do everyone a favor, the pilot, anyone at the airport, anyone in Oklahoma, you're a good guy to know, and everything is good. Just let them know. Just let them know. Everyone, thanks for tuning in to our emergency broadcast. Best of luck to our Falcons and the coaching staff. Safe travels, and uh, we'll see you soon. Take flight.